What's up, guys? No. <laughs> sorry, Josh. I'm, well, I'm we sorry. know this. Jordana's going to hell. Uh, I know. It's awful. So I feel better Is about she myself. Actually? Well, I don't know. Do we have confidence? Yeah. <laughs> the devil's hey, online, no, too. He no, says, yes, There's no fat shaming Elvis. Come on now. That's not how we do things here on CCO. We don't fat shame Elvis. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll start off with a quick story here. News dropped yesterday about midday that uh, oh, Minnesota is set to gain $10 million in uh, combating opioid addiction. Uh, mm-hmm. State Addiction and Recovery Director Jeremy Drucker is looking at harm reduction as well as recovery and treatment. Overall, a deep look at the different ways he and his team can attack opioid addiction. Uh, I feel like these kind of are all kind of mixed in the same word, if you will, but uh, I'm all for it either way. What are your thoughts, uh, Adam and Jordana, on this? Well, here's one aspect of it, and I don't know if this $10 million, First of all, yes, we need to spend money to help curb the opioid epidemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if this dollar amount, but I saw there was a debate over whether or not like high schools should have Narcon, Narcan available. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. absolutely, because it's been proven that that stuff saves lives. Mm-hmm. And if that's part of the effort to curb... Overdose deaths by all means, but yes, this is a problem that continues to need to be addressed. Josh, did you, we say where the money was coming from? Uh, it said it's ten... coming from the White House, so it's coming from President Biden's administration, essentially. Okay, yeah, it's because it seems that a lot of money also was, you know, taken from uh, the the Sacklers from uh, what was it? What was their pharmaceutical company called? Uh, Purdue. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue Pharma, yes, and um, and absolutely. If this is, you know, they they were responsible for helping, or they they are responsible for helping, kind of curb this kind of uh, epidemic and and maybe save some of the people or get them off these drugs. So, um, yeah, I'm all for this. is a huge problem, the addiction to opioids. Hopefully, we're more educated and more truthful about it now. So, um, I'm a fan. We need it. We need to help folks. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we'll we'll jump up to our next one here. Uh, looks like uh, a lot of hospitals are kind of taking the blow as of late with just kind of the inflation factor kicking in. It was just announced uh, yesterday that uh, Fairview Health Services is eliminating 250 jobs in response to a few uh, variables, uh, variables mostly due to inflation. Uh, the company announced that it uh, demand uh, the demands of inflation, including rising labor costs and Payer reimbursements, also related to inflation, is the cause of the massive cuts. Uh, most of the eliminated roles are not full-time positions. Uh, severance packages, et cetera, will be uh, handed out to said employees. Uh, I also saw an interview where current Fairview workers, are a few at least, are fearing the security in hospitals are now going to be uh, more of a risk. Uh, what adjustments do you think could be made to avoid this uh, for more uh, health companies going forward, or is this just kind of an unavoidable fate, if you will? I mean, I'll jump in. I think that um, if healthcare companies, and I'm sorry, Josh, did you did you say what kind of jobs they are? are they administrative jobs? It's it's from the top down, pretty much. So there, it's whatever. Okay. It's mostly it's mostly part time jobs, and especially a lot of it is okay. security slash you know enforcement in these hospitals. So. And that, unfortunately, is mostly part-time faculty, at least from what yeah. I've seen. So there's security just, jobs? No, just in general, like, you know, cleaning. Oh. Okay. Uh, just sta- any kind yeah. of staffers that are at the Fairview facilities are being yeah. – are, are, are pretty much going to fall victim to this. 
I never want to see anybody lose their job, but I do think uh, that hospitals need to find a way to cut costs because, you know, they're charging you 10 bucks for one Tylenol when you take that in the hospital. And I, I, I hate to see it being personnel, but they need to figure out a way to make healthcare more affordable. And of course, I want clean hospitals. I want people to have jobs, but I guess without seeing their books, I don't know if I, I don't know if this is the right way. I'm sorry, that wasn't very insightful. Adam, you have any input on this as well, or uh, I will say this: that it's often it's easy to criticize healthcare companies because we just assume that they're making money hand over fist, and that it's like, would they really be in this position? Um, but again, it's we talk so many times about how the the symptoms of the the of the the poor healthcare uh, system in this country. It's the symptoms we often address without getting to the root of the problem. And until we do that, um, we're going to have many, many issues. And if I fear, uh, if I feel badly for these people who are losing their jobs and also fear that what their vacancy means for, you know, regular good health care that other people receive. Yeah, and this is basically the similar a similar situation that Alina felt, uh, faced just a couple months ago where they pretty much – had to bring the hammer down on a yeah. bunch of jobs as well. So right. it seems to be a domino effect with a lot of the major medical companies here in Minnesota. Uh, another quick story here for you. Uh, hunting season, as we all know, is ah. just about to get underway as of uh, Saturday morning. A lot of people will be up in their deer stands just waiting to hunt. But uh, the 16-day like stretch may face some challenges. Yes, just like Adam. The 16-day mm-hmm. stretch may face some challenges in certain parts of Minnesota. Uh, the northeast and north-central parts of Minnesota have faced back-to-back harsh winters, yes. uh, which have left deer struggling to find food, thus pretty much are left susceptible to uh, various predators throughout the uh, Minnesota forestry, if you will. Uh, DNR said, despite more than 400,000 hunters expected this season, the number of licenses is actually down 4% with a lot of quote baby boomers phasing out of the out of the yep. hunting scene, which it, uh, big game coordinator Todd Froberg of the DNR said makes it harder with the double whammy of fewer hunters and less deer being harvested. Uh, Adam, I know you will uh, be up in the stand this weekend. Jor, are you going to maybe partake in some hunting this time around? <laughs> that laugh says it all. Oh, that's a- <laughs> You know, this used to be the weekend. This used to be the weekend where all the casinos would hire like Thunder from Down Under and Chippendales dancers to have like a Hunter's Widows weekend. So all the women whose husbands went hunting would go to the they'd go to the casino to see you know the male dancers. I don't know if that's still a thing, but I will say that, and we're going to talk to Ron Chera about this later in the show. Is Mm -hmm. that the traditions of hunting, just for whatever reasons, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with firearms, too, is like parents, mothers probably specifically, probably are a little hesitant to allow their kids to continue in that tradition. Um, and I think we're slowly seeing, especially specifically with hunting and even fishing, too, just kids do different things nowadays. They got so many sports that the the... It used to just be automatic, like you know, you'd go hunting. Your kids would start go hunt, mm-hmm. going hunting with you. That I, I think that's they're they have been battling that, and it's hunting is just like fishing, and even any kind of outdoor sports is they compete with the other things that kids do. So that's it'll be interesting to see over the next twenty, thirty years what pans out here, and and how how many fewer people tend to do sports like this. Mm-hmm. 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 
Also, one last one here before we go to uh, go to a break. Uh, we have a concert announcement here in the Twin Cities, as if we haven't had enough of those as of late. Yes, the new kids on the block are coming to town next summer. Oh. I don't know if you guys are fans, but uh, it should be a good show. It's going to be at the Mystic Lake uh, Mystic Lake next summer with Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. No, uh, oh. no Fresh Prince uh, with that one, but uh, those three headlining Mystic Lake, I believe it is June... Uh, June 23rd at Mystic Lake. Of the NKOTB. Yes. New Kids on the Block. Yes, NK- ma'am. Were you a fan, Adam? I was not a fan, but I, <laughs> I once had a girlfriend uh, who dated me specifically because I looked like one of the new kids on the block. <laughs> Which wow. one? Joey. Oh, Joey yeah, McIntyre. I could see that a little bit. Yeah, a younger Adam Carter that. looked like a like a yeah, Joey. Yeah, I could see that a little bit. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Are you too young to be an NKOTB fan? I'm not, but I'm familiar. Uh, I know I've I grew up watching Paula Abdul like many on American Idol, and that's kind of how I grew up to know Paula Abdul. Unfortunately, because you know she kind of ran went off the rails a couple times uh, late in the uh, American Idol heyday, but uh, definitely am familiar with the music. Not so much. Uh, New kids on the block, but for sure, Paula Abdul, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably take a peek at because who doesn't love some Paula Abdul? I, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, I exactly. love me some Paula. Yeah. 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 Straight up, now tell me. Are you really yeah, going to love me forever? Yeah, I Straight up. Uh, yeah, I'm not an NKOTB fan, but Adam, didn't we see that Green Day is Green also coming? coming? Wasn't, wasn't that Field. announced? Green Day and a Rancid. And I forget the Rancid. other. There's a couple other oh, groups, too. That's bad. what they do Adam, now. Don't sit. forget about it. The Foo Fighters are coming next the summer. Foo Fighters are coming, yes, of course. Yes. And But what they do now is they, like in the, they take certain bands from a certain area and era and they put them together. And I think that's more sellable to a larger venue than simply having like a, yeah, I think Green Day is still sense. fairly popular, but instead of having mm-hmm. just Green Day, you, you know, get a couple other bands from that era and it's yeah it's it's a long day of music but that's that's how they do it now that's that'd be pretty entertaining but yeah i'd totally go see green day yeah i might go see green day i don't think i'm doing nkotb but uh i would definitely uh go see green day maybe we could get some tickets to give away on this show Adam. let's Wouldn't go be nice i would love that yeah. uh okay josh great job thank you for those quick takes josh wheeler and josh are you with us now for a few days are you gonna while david is off on his european vacation Yes, I believe I'm here Monday and Tuesday as well next week. So you guys are stuck with me. Excellent. When we come back, uh, we'll congratulate our winner who won the Elvis tickets. And then how do we feel about pack money in school board races? That's next on Adam and Jordana.